talk all things consequential, the, the great governor of the state of Indiana, Governor Mitch Daniels, nice enough to be with us. Hello, Mr. Governor, sir. Sounds like I've been missing a good show. I got to quit. Uh, I got to quit working afternoons. Yeah, is this whole work thing getting in the way again? I I don't yeah, understand it quite. Yeah, frankly. I'm working on an answer to that, but uh, this this maybe this will prompt me to get in a different line. I tell you what, I uh, I thought that was a pretty impressive display today, and it was nice to see, and a very pleasant surprise to see you involved with the IndyCar presentation. Well, we've been working on it for about a year. They've been coming out from different directions, and uh, I'm pretty excited about the way it came together. Uh, um, I mean, I think they're, it, it's for more expert uh uh, racing people and ultimately for the fans to decide, but I, I just, I love the answer they came up with, the idea of, of, of a whole variety of cars, uh, uh shapes and uh, designs, uh, maybe a variety of engines once again, like we used to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to me, uh, um, for just us, uh, uh, fans, this, uh, this will be all very appealing. And then of course, we're excited about the business end of things. That was my end, uh, uh, really trying to bring this, uh, industry back here where where it was born. Yeah, for those who aren't aware, Delara has agreed as part of getting this contract with Indy Racing uh, to actually put their new uh, production facility in Speedway. And, man, I, I saw the sketches of it today. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it's going to have this uh, this uh, uh, R&D center there and the state-of-the-world uh, simulator, um, and uh, as well as the factory then they then they agreed with us that they will uh, use uh, Indiana suppliers in every possible case, which should be uh, more jobs in business for other companies we have. And I think the, the coolest thing of all was they agreed to sell the first to the first 28 Indiana-based customers uh, at a big discount. Uh, meaning that you know I, what what I really would love to see is is a growth, and I think the series would like to see, is a growth in the number of teams competing and have, them, have those teams be based right here. Yeah, we talked to Bob Jenkins earlier, and he said in a couple of years he could foresee, uh, because of that, maybe 55, 60 cars trying to get into the 33-car field. That's exactly the way we remember it, isn't it? And, 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 yeah. uh, and uh, this might be possible again because these cars will be so much more affordable, and particularly with that discount, you know, I'm hoping those you'll just see a proliferation, uh, first of all, of shops and suppliers out around the Delara facility. And uh, why not a whole uh, you know, block, uh, block full of, uh, of race teams right there? And uh, anyway, that's the, that's the vision, and uh, no reason to think we, we can't make it happen. Governor Mitch Daniels with us. Uh, you, you hit on something I, I thought was pretty interesting, because one of the great talking points uh, we used to have when we covered IndyCar uh, specifically at the Motor Speedway, was what engine uh, chassis configuration was hot that particular month and how teams would change around. And, and you know, the teams that had a lot of money uh, might decide late in the month to, to actually change whatever that configuration was. Maybe they'd go to a different engine. And as you said, the possibility of that might be back. Absolutely. And everybody seems in agreement on that. The series likes the idea, and uh, obviously the uh, owners w- would love it. Uh, I talked to the Honda people at great length about this. They've obviously have been providing all the engines. They're, they're eager to see uh, uh, more variety in competition. And so, uh, you know, it used to be fun, for this, especially when you knew nothing, as most of us didn't, to, to argue about which mm-hmm. engine and which chassis was best. 
And, uh, you know, in saying Honda, we don't want anybody out there rolling their eyes because uh, we used to have that Honda discussion long before now. We have the vested interest in the huge plant there in uh, in, in off of 74. Yeah, that's right. They're a big Indiana company and getting bigger. So, no, I, I, I really think i, I got to say that the folks at the IZOT IndyCar Series and uh, uh, I think ran a great process here. I didn't hear a single person uh, – I haven't heard a single person uh, say, gosh, uh, they didn't listen to me or they didn't listen to, they, they uh, uh, weren't uh, uh, open about this. They seem to have uh, run a good process and got to a good outcome. Uh, Governor, when you look at what the Indianapolis 500, what the Brickyard 400, what uh, having the Motor Speedway in the state capitol does economically, how huge is that for the state? Yeah, it's bigger than anybody can really estimate. I'm glad you were, you mentioned because in all our excitement about Talara, about suppliers, about new teams, the biggest thing of all here in, in terms of, of, of our responsibility here is, is, uh, is a 500-mile race that gets as, that is as strong and is a, and as big as it possibly can be, and um, I think that uh, everybody in that room today felt like the uh, really exciting days are ahead for open wheel racing, the 500 specifically, uh, because of uh, this new era, and uh, you know just just imagine what an extra oh fifty thousand, hundred thousand people come into the race or come into trials in the race means economically it's like a giant convention that you get every year for free and um, uh, so yeah that the, the effect on the race itself is probably the biggest single thing and you can't even tabulate it hey uh, earlier in the week on the show i pointed out as well that uh, once again um, you have helped preserve the really high-paying jobs that you're always talking about because uh, I guess those 15 high-paying jobs for the Pacers are still going to be around town. <laughs> well, you know, I was a spectator to that, uh, but uh, you know, I, I think I think we ought to be glad that that uh, they've come to some um, uh, agreement here, and maybe an agreement nobody's 100 percent happy about is is a good one, but. Um, um, you know, I, I have some empathy for folks on both sides of that table and and uh, think they did the best they could. How many user taxes do we pay uh, from a state standpoint? You know, not much in terms of CIV. It's one thing that's an important point. You know, to some extent, um, any contribution that CIV makes here is something our visitors pay for. Right. Ho- you know, most of their money, a lot of their money, hotel and rest- uh, taxes, restaurants to, in the downtown area, uh, rental cards, all that sort of thing. Um, so um, this is not a particularly an Indianapolis taxpayer issue. Uh, to the extent you use that money, um, it's uh, a lot of it's coming from folks who are attracted to town by all our assets of which the Pacers are one. Yeah, I mean, it's a catch-22 without Conseco Fieldhouse having dates, you're not getting taxes paid. Yeah, no, that's right. You know, I, I sometimes point out to folks in other parts of the state, um, the, 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 one of the best things that happens to them is that Indianapolis Convention, Pro Sports, and these, these businesses become stronger because then a lot of our taxes get paid by people from elsewhere, and uh, we can keep your sales tax and your income tax low. Uh before I let you go, I, I was curious today, I was thinking about, had you uh, ever had uh, the opportunity to talk with George Steinbrenner? You know, I never did. Really? I, I, see, I, I thought that at some point, maybe when you were in the administration or with his ties to Indiana at times, maybe you'd seen him. 
No, I yelled at the television. I'm on television a few times because you know, being a Dodger fan, uh, uh, at least uh, I, you know, at least in terms of the teams that he owned, I uh, wasn't my my favorite yeah. guy. But uh, you know, um, two things. I mean, one, there's no arguing with the business acumen that he brought to what he did, and um, and 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 as was said by a lot of people. That was that. That was good for baseball generally, and then the other thing, it, 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 I did learn from some mutual acquaintances over the years. What we heard yesterday, this was a guy as rough and tough and sometimes mean as he could be in public. That did have a big heart, did a lot of things, and didn't tell people about them. And you have to admire folks like that. And you know, every time he came to Indiana, he knew where he was. He would come here for Olympic fundraisers at times. He came here for the only baseball game that was ever played at the Hoosier Dome. And he always made a point of of knowing the right things to say in a TV interview or a radio interview. I always admire people like that that just take an extra second to to let people know where they are. Well, he had a pretty deep tie. You go to Culver Military Academy. Yeah. I mean. He went there, his kids, his grandchildren, and he was a major, I mean, he was in and out of Indiana a lot because of that connection, and so we were we were not uh, strangers to him. He uh, he came honestly by a lot of what he knew. Uh, thanks as always for your time, Governor. Sure. sure, appreciate it, and enjoy the rest of. Uh, can you can you do anything about the humidity, or is that not your department? Well, you know, for you, we'll give it a try. <laughs> if, if, um, if the National League can win an All-Star game, then yeah. we can have a less, uh, we can have a non-humid July in Indianapolis. Anything's possible. There you go. We appreciate it. Thanks, Governor. See ya, uh, Governor Mitch Daniels.